Well, hey, welcome to Music Sucks and I Want to Die. Uh, I'm your host, Katrina Cope. <laughs> hey, Katrina. Hey, guys. I guess I'm taking over this I time. Guess. Huh? Oh, man. Oh, man. So we're here in our second part of this vocalist series, yes. where last time we talked about how much vocalists suck for about 52 minutes. And this time we're bringing on a real life professional vocalist to tell us how big of dipshits we are. That's right. Vocalists suck and I want to die. Part two. Jake and Matt get fucked. That's right. In real life. Oh, in the present. (laughs) So, you uh, took a listen to our previous episode. Well, first of all, oh, like, okay. who are we talking to? Oh, that's we're going to, like, well, we you know... Katrina well, Kala. I mean, I did no introduce... Okay. Oh! oh! <laughs> You're probably right. We celebrities oh. here. Uh, <laughs> we get 30 plays an episode. <laughs> all right. Uh, my name is Katrina Cope. I am a performing musician. Ooh. Um, I'm a vocalist. Oh, what do you what, I, do you what do you vocalize in? What do I vocalize in? Well, pretty much everything. Um, whatever people pay you whatever, for. Exactly, whatever people pay me for. And that makes you the most musician out of all. <laughs> so, I guess my main band is Pergato. Mm-hmm. Spell that out for me. P U R R G A T O. Got it. Yes. You gato it. And I actually have a couple stickers for you guys. Okay. You know, oh. self-promotion and all. Hey, hey. There huh? you go. Huh? We don't have stickers. You should get stickers. That's a pretty cool logo. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Cool. I worked really hard on that. Nice. So did my husband, Tyler, who's in the band. Yeah. Oh, nice. My, my, my Tyler, Tyler husband. husband. Nice. <laughs> um, I'm also in the Blood Moon Orchestra, which is an all-female band where we make music, make it up on the spot. We take topics from the audience. Once a month. Um, and and on what the f- time of the month would that be? Exactly? Oh, the full moon, when oh. everybody's bleeding. Yay. Just kidding. Uh, that doesn't, that's you not all sync up thing. like that? Huh? Yeah. Actually, well, if, if we live together, yeah, like we, does happen, it's right? possible. Does that actually happen? Yeah, it's a thing. It, it's a thing. That's awesome. It's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. <laughs> We're all bleeding together. Um Anyway, a family that bleeds together. Okay. Anyway, moving on, Greg. <laughs> and also, on. we're in good company together. That's, right. That's actually company. where we met. That is right. Yeah, like a year ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is crazy. I know this, this has been a whack ass year. It has been a whack ass year, but you know. So yeah, you're in a bunch of different awesome projects. Uh, Do you have your own website? Circuit. Or? Yeah, um, website katrinacope.com. Nice. I bet you can buy some kind of records there. Oh, you can. Yeah, yeah I've got a few. Yeah. I've got a few. Cool. From different projects. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. So mm-hmm. you are a vocalist authority, which is why you're on the show. Yes, yeah. that's why I'm on the show. I've um, been doing it professionally for like 20 years, yeah, which nice. is weird to say. <laughs> we can edit it out if you want. <laughs> <laughs> hey. When did I start? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. 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 In the womb. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um... Since there was music, there was Katrina. Wait, that's even worse. Never mind. Hey. I just called her, I just called her even older. Oh, you kind of did, but hey, if I look this good for being yeah. that old. Yeah. Oh, damn. That's right. All right. Oh, boy. You know. Oh, boy. So you are here because Jake and I are tend to be kind of dumb. Don't really know what we're talking about most of the time and think we're really cool and smart and someone needs to tell us that we're not yeah Mm, so we did vocalist suck and i want to die part one yes you listened to it i did earlier today and earlier today (laughs) what were your initial again a lot of preparation (laughs) (laughs) um okay initial thoughts uh at first i was gonna be like all right here we go i'm gonna write down all these notes where i'm gonna just you know be like fuck you Uh, but actually, I gotta say, I kind of agreed with like 90% of it. So I think we can end here. Yeah, yeah uh, we can end here. So see you. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. But I mean, you got it, vocalist. Okay. There's a wide range of vocalists, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. There are the amateurs. There are the ones that cannot fucking sing and want to and just do everything they can to get up on stage. There are the vocalists that are learning. There are the vocalists that have big egos and think that they know what they're doing. And they do sound good. And those are the ones that I think are really hard to work with. Um, I don't know. I guess I fall in the category of I'm not your typical vocalist. I uh, have actually made it a point to try to work like an instrumentalist. You did this thing when I've worked with you before where you had 
charts. Oh, yeah. In the yeah. keys that you sang them in and with the forms on them. Yes. Whoa. And I would even talk them down, right? Yeah, yeah. And then you'd be like, this thing happens at the bridge or something. Yeah. <laughs> so that was that was really weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm I'm hoping that more vocalists actually do that, but I, I hope so too. From what I also hear from other instrumentalists is that that isn't exactly a thing that happens. Not really. No. Not really. Um, I also went to Cornish, mm -hmm. so that's where I learned how to make charts and yeah. um, talk down tunes. I actually was. You guys were talking about how not many vocalists were in the ensembles there. And yeah. I was in an ensemble, I think, every year oh, I was there. Okay. Nice. So, so you actually tried and put effort in and I actually did. And yeah. What, what a thunk. What a world. I really, yeah, I just, well, I made it a point to like know what the fuck I'm doing because um, being a woman singer mm -hmm. and then also being young. So when I was first starting out, you know, in teens and 20s, I went to Cornish in my 20s. Um, people think you're dumb. They just, instrumentalists are like, oh, here we go. Mm -hmm. You know, they just assume that you're going to be this dumb singer that know doesn't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would, I would no? never make, never no, make that assumption. Never? Never. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. that about like every musician though. So yeah, yeah. Exactly. And that's You're the like, thing here is, like, we go. Like on that episode, we literally just said like musicians are just in general yes. the dumbest people, uh. <laughs> and it's so true. It's it's unbelievably true. It goes for everyone. Well, Katrina, you do play a few instruments, correct? I do. Yes. Yes. Were you playing back at Cornish, or were you just kind of singing or learning, or what was going on? I was playing. I was learning how to get better at the piano. Mm -hmm. Um because I'm also a songwriter, so I wanted to get better at being able to sing and play sure. and write music, and the piano is the best for that. But I also um, I started learning the piano when I was four. Oh, okay. Because mm. my mom is a piano uh, instructor, okay. teacher, okay. Um, and she's fucking fantastic. And I'm not just saying that because she's my mom. <laughs> she's really good. She can pick up any sort of sheet music, like hard ass shit, and look at it and be like, oh, okay. And put it down and just be like, and, and play it. And you know, I because know. You, you've taken some lessons from I her. I have. Shout outs to Connie. What's up? Yeah, what's up, Connie Weibel? <laughs> <laughs> you don't talk that way to your mother. Yeah, wow. well, oh, okay. sometimes. Jake, you're so like belligerent this episode. I know. I well, going. dude, I've eaten he's, nothing and I'm already drinking too little. Yeah, he's had a few sips of beer, so watch out. Uh, malt liquor? <laughs> malt, malt liquor. Oh, sorry. Malt liquor. Mm -hmm. We don't drink beer on this and show. I just, yeah. uh, Except just, for when I don't we drink do. beer at all. I'm drinking my LaCroix here. Yeah. What flavor of LaCroix you got? Mm, watermelon. Ooh. The best flavor. Ew, you don't like watermelon? That's why you'll never be accepted as a musician. Oh. Wow. Oh. Wow. Wow. Really? You're going to have to have another episode about that. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be called LaCroix Sucks. <laughs> well, anyway, let's get anyway, back on track. Um, <laughs> so I also learned how to play the violin. I uh -huh. played the violin for five years. Um, my grandma and my mom at one point were like, oh, she's going to be in the Seattle Symphony one day. And I was like, fuck no, I don't want to be in the Seattle <laughs> Symphony one day. Um, so I kind of quit that at freshman in high school. Oh, you had a lot of time on it. Yeah. Nice. Well. And I, so when they had you pick an instrument, uh-huh, oh. uh-huh, <laughs> I picked the violin. I also wanted to do the flute, but they, it was like you picked, you had your first choice and second choice. Sure, you sure. know what I'm saying? Like, what is that? Fourth grade or whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Uh, and there, so I, violin. That sounds like someone who went to a big place. <laughs> A big place. A big school. Uh, maybe. Uh, yeah. You know, big-ish. Uh, I also played the guitar in high school, um, and I still know three chords. And I know the I know some on the ukulele. Oh, uh, there we go. Yeah, yeah I know because you go. talked about yeah. the ukulele. <laughs> <laughs> but can you play Wonderwall? No. Oh, See, that's there fucked there up. I cannot play Wonderwall. It's fucked up. But really? anyway, really, yeah, yeah. I uh, <laughs> all right, well, I guess before you like try to argue with us, um, <laughs> try to argue. <laughs> oh, I, like I didn't even notice that phrasing. Yeah. See, this is why I wanted this setup. Uh -huh. so it's more like combative. Yeah. I pay attention exactly. to words. I'm a yeah. vocalist. Oh. <laughs> well, I wanted to bring up some of the things that we were talking about. How sure. it's like hard, harder for you than it is for us. Okay. Um, so, like Pergato, for instance, you book all the shows. You like kind of lead that band. Yes. 
How much work is that? <laughs> it's a lot of work. Um, yes, um, my husband and I share the responsibilities, mm-hmm. but for the most part, yes, a book uh, you got to promote. Yeah. Uh, you know, manage the website. You have to, con- yeah. Do I have to even like go into it? It's no. a lot. No, yeah. You don't and have then to. you know, well, yeah, getting doing the rehearsal, scheduling yeah, the rehearsals, yeah. um, making sure there's snacks there because I do bring snacks for my. Oh, wow. see, musicians. that's something we would never do. I would never do that. My yeah, life. see, I do that. You know why? I like because you... I know people hate vocalists, <laughs> so you gotta you gotta make them like you somehow. <laughs> that's one way. That's, that's, that's you bring you the snacks, it. you feed them, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Works, works on me and beer. Um, well it works on me yeah Yeah, perfect so uh yeah there's a lot that goes Mm -hmm. into it and then and then also yeah bringing the outfits and making sure you look the part i mean but also (laughs) you know bringing the gear you know because i um i play with vocal effects and then i have my guitar and then there's you know all the chords Mm -hmm. and the di boxes um we typically also bring our own monitors oh wow really because yeah because there are a lot of venues that don't have them um we also play a lot of festivals so we tend to just bring an entire sound system we ended up buying our own um uh, sub bass too well it's already way more than i've ever done for anything so So we kind of go above and beyond we even have flood color floodlights that we'll bring oh you should have brought them for this oh i should have we could have been changing colors this whole time yeah Yeah. so there's that and and we even bring our own um we we pre-mix too so we because in pergato there's my vocals but then um i have a synth and then tyler plays like two what is it he's got a few uh, we used to have a korg that died three synths mm-hmm. um and then we have uh devin buse who plays ableton and then also drums right. at the same time mm-hmm. so so he's got a left and right going out of him and then we've got we basically pre-mix the synths because sound guys don't usually know where's the bass synth right, coming from sometimes right. it changes it's not like we're always gonna have yeah well it's really cool and complicated and it's cool that you're actually involved in all of that yeah yeah because and i help here pack we are out. With our prejudice being yeah like, you probably just show up yeah plug in call it a day i even bring like, my own mic stand whoa. yeah yeah so yeah you might bring more gear to gigs than i do <laughs> not, not your typical vocalist but when i do like say good co gigs or just like jazz wedding gigs um if I just have to show up uh, with Good Co, it's like I'm bringing yeah. I'm bringing my tambourine, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, and my shaker. I might bring a backpack. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I totally agree with that. If you yeah. have the opportunity, don't bring shit. Oh yeah, yep. which yep. is great. If so, there's ever like a real piano at a gig, dude, you won't see me helping anyone. <laughs> right, right. Oh Jake, look how look how your attitude changes. Now. Uh, uh, Last uh, episode, he was yeah. all like, "Yeah, I bring my shit all the time. I'm always yeah. helping people." Well, now that's true. When I have you were stuff. saying uh, on a handful. <laughs> well, that. that's yeah, I'm I one see. of those people. No, 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 no. That doesn't change at all. When when there's stuff that I have to bring, I help people with their stuff. When there's nothing, dude, I'm trying to get out of there as fast as oh possible. And like, God. try to oh, man. feel the experience it's of true. being someone this who doesn't have to bring It's true. This He's like, bye. <laughs> yeah, it's true. A lot of people lost respect for you just now, Jake. Well, they have respect think, for me? <laughs> <laughs> I think they already knew. If they, know, if they knew Jake, they already knew. Yeah, they already know. I'm not worried about it. Let's put it that way. Oh, yeah, my gosh. Right. Um, but yeah, speaking of like playing a good co and other things, so you seem pretty well established, I would say. Um, how hard was it, like, kind of getting those kind of gigs outside of Pergato? Just more yeah, like more side man or yeah. things uh, like that, hired on kind of stuff. It, Did that take a while to break into, or uh, just kind of happened? I, I don't, I don't feel like it was that. I don't know. It can It comes in waves. Like mm-hmm. there might have been a few moments in my life where I was like. I'm not doing anything. Why isn't anyone calling me? And then there's other waves in my life where everybody is calling me. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm too busy. I, can't, I just can't. <laughs> you know? I just can't. I'm too busy for your project. Um, <laughs> well, I guess then um, initially then, how did you put yourself out there? Initially. Or, or just throughout 
your career, okay. I guess. Were you going to jam sessions, just meeting people? Oh, yeah. Like, well, that's what I would do. Mm-hmm. I would go to jam sessions, and that's where a lot of those prejudice... Mm-hmm. Pre- pre- I can't even say the word. Prejudices. Prejudice. Yeah, prejudice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, would come about because, like, that would be, like, um, in my late teens, early 20s, where they were, like, all older. Sure. Um, so I go, let's see. Um, the first one was, like, Tula's, uh, every, I think it was like every Monday night was an open mic sort of night and Greta Matassa would host. I don't think she'd host all of them, but anyway, so, um, and I'd go and, you know, they would just, you know, be like, okay, another vocalist, you know, where's your charts? And like, and I would, uh, at first, I don't think I had any charts, but I knew what key and a, and the song. And usually, right. like with summertime, it's like oh, everybody yeah, yeah. knows summertime so it's just and kind of like a, a minor band situation. Yeah, you walk out, the tune. okay. Yeah, um, and then and then after I would sing, um, typically, <laughs> there's been a few times where actually there would be a band playing in a restaurant, and I and there would maybe be a singer or horn player. They'd have a mic and I'd be like, Hey, can I sing? And I know that that's not usually instrumentals are like, Oh God, you know, and they don't want to do that. Right. (laughs) And like, I have had enough balls to do that and, and they would let me. And as long as, you know, I had the key and the song and they knew the song and then I would do it and they'd be like, sweet, you want to do another one? Okay, okay. So it would kind of be that. And then we'd exchange cards. Mm-hmm. Um, also being at Cornish, you know, I made a lot of awesome friends like Josh Rawlings sure. and Nate Omdahl and um, Mark Sampson and just a whole bunch of people who are on the scene. So mm-hmm, it's like mm-hmm. we all kind of grow up together and then kind of help each other out I think, right. through the years. So, Okay. I mean, you know, we talked a little bit too about sort of like this more extroverted personality that a lot of vocalists have. And it sounds like that kind of helped you out a lot. Cause you have to. I could not imagine going to a restaurant gig and being like, hey, can I sit in? <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. not saying it's a bad thing, but I'd just be like, oh, I'm too afraid to. I don't yeah, want to do yeah, that. Yeah, you're right. you know? Exactly. But yeah, it seems like you do because there's not that many opportunities outside of those open mics or whatever yeah right? yeah like at, least, at least at the beginning yeah mm-hmm. well like there's nowadays like there's the mojam right mm-hmm. and i oh got i'm blanking there's uh, there's a, a bunch of them the one on capitol hill yeah the, yeah yeah and then the two alan thistle yeah, right, right. okay so there's those where you would show up and sure, like um again. typically if they don't know who you are you have to. You have to be like, hey, I'm a vocalist. Uh, I want to sign up. Mm-hmm. And then I think it just ends up getting to a point where you've done that enough or you've worked with enough people that then people just see you walk in and you're like expected to sing. Mm-hmm. And so that did happen at one point where I was just expected to sing. Sure. And and some of the time I'd be like, I don't want to fucking sing. I just want to like... <laughs> I want to have a beer. I just, yeah, I want to have a beer. I just want to like chill, you know? Right. Um, so sometimes I would like sneak out before they would <laughs> have me up. Um, yeah. So okay. I don't know. No, see, I'm learning stuff. That's I'm right. learning Look stuff, yeah. And, and yeah, you're right. It is like from the last episode, it is harder, I think, for a vocalist to make money gigging mm-hmm. um because typically they're pigeonholed um or just have one band yeah, 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 you yeah. know and it's like okay you're working that one band a lot and then you don't make very much money because people are like oh this band always plays right right, right. so they don't come out to your that's why you got a tour <laughs> yeah, but that's right there's a it's yeah. a, whole a whole thing world so it's so that's why i've kind of made it like i said before a point to be like an instrumentalist um where i can play all the different kinds of genres right right you know i've been in reggae bands i've been in funk bands i've been in um jazz like jazz is i'm jazzically trained that's what i call it jazzically (laughs) trained i am not classically trained um so i can just do jazz anywhere yeah that's cool because i mean i feel like you know you and i are expected to have all these genres under our belt to a certain extent absolutely but yeah i think you're right vocals tend to get pigeonholed and like Mm -hmm. oh i'm doing a jazz singer and oh they they sing like this yeah yeah it's hard i don't know many that can just kind of jump into whatever situation and there aren't many yeah that's the thing there aren't many 
You're just so special. I am. <laughs> I'm just so special. I'm a singer, okay? I mean, <laughs> but I'm like, if you go, if we go down that road a little bit. Um, so in Pergato, I've looked for backup singers. Like that was my thing is having somebody who can harmonize well, who doesn't overstep. What are you? What are you <laughs> no, this what are you guy, right? <laughs> Although, yeah. <laughs> no, you're great. You're great. You're great. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. No, you're great. Actually, I really like harmonizing with you. Um, but what I realized in that search is that there are not a lot of vocalists that can um, back, you know, do back vox. That can't because there's a lot of good vocalists that are only like good vocalists. They're good at being sure. lead mm-hmm. and they're not very good at it's because they don't practice it they don't like try to harmonize on their downtime and i guess something like that is like another line between like someone who is a vocalist and someone who becomes like more like yourself i guess like a fully fledged musician you know what i mean someone who like takes the extra effort to study different aspects about music than necessarily they are wanting to do 100 percent of the time or things like that right I, yeah, I don't think I ever went into music going, well, I just want to do this. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I went into it going, I don't know how to do that. I want to get good at that. I want to know how to do that. Yeah. And yeah. then because because then you people want to work with you, you can make more money. Right. You yeah. know, <laughs> I mean, you hear that, too, like all these stories of people going to L.A. and like auditioning for these big touring bands and, mm-hmm. you know, they shred and then they'll audition. But it'll be like, well, you're just playing like three chords this entire song, dude. Can you? Can you do that? And they'll be like, oh, I don't know. You <laughs> can tap like shit. Though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that is really important. Like, like, okay, you can shred. That's great. Take that opportunity. But also know when to not do that and fit into the music. And right. it's not always just your show 100% yeah. of the time, regardless yeah. of what instrument, you know? Yeah. It's been really interesting um, being in the Blood Moon Orchestra because we've created a night that is open for vocalists to come up and jam with us. So try to harmonize right. and try to make up songs. Uh, so we tend to end up working with really professional singers and singers or ones that want to sing, sure. want to try it out, which is fine because we created that platform mm-hmm. of like making it feel okay to be able to come up. So, uh, so it's interesting because <laughs> then, because then when you got the professionals, you're like, you can step back. Usually me and Michelle are like, we can step back right. and we can just let them do it. And, and we'll ask, we're like, Hey, do you want some harmonies or do you want to share the song? And they'll just be like, Oh yeah, totally. Or no, I got this. Mm-hmm. And we'll be like, cool. Um, but then there are the, some of the ones that come, uh, that get up and we're like, have to hold their hand yeah, and yeah, have yeah. to tell them, okay, now, you know, sing about the thing that you're going to sing about. And then, and then we have to tell them, okay, now stop singing because <laughs> now the instrumentalist needs to take a solo oh, or, okay, now we're going to do the chorus, you know, yeah. and then we have to kind of jump in and like make up a chorus and then they're still doing a thing. And, okay, you know, yeah, yeah. it's just, that's just uh, how it goes. Some, some deer and headlight stuff. So yeah. we try to help those vocalists that's really cool because i can't think of anywhere else that does that yeah to no, any instrument like yeah it's very else. much yeah. a, like you know lone wolf kind of things like you have to know everything before you come in and right. everyone else is out, out for themselves and, yeah you know. we talked about that on our jam session episode like going to mojam and the singer will just be doing like seven choruses in a row and yeah like, yeah. yeah tries to solo and they're just like eh, yeah keep going. <laughs> yeah, exactly so i try to actually at mojam if i'm up there with somebody that does that i'm like okay we yeah, we, we done. yeah yeah <laughs> and that's like, for everyone give sake. it a rest yeah, that's for everyone yeah yeah, yeah it is that's it a is service but it, it's like knowing the language yeah. of music mm-hmm. knowing when to lay out yeah you yes. know because you have to give that space for something else to mm-hmm. be there and you know and that's something that i've had to learn along the way too and now i fucking know so well i can I, help other people that's good because like we learn this a lot as instrumentalists and studying college and stuff and they really like press and like don't play too much learn when it's someone else's turn yeah doesn't seem like a lot of the vocalists get that lesson uh, <laughs> right so <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. Is it just because uh, they're so used to like singing along in the radio and it's like it's me and like, it's like belting? Yeah. Like you're like 
owning the space, mm-hmm. like, ah. uh, I mean, there's even, it, just even in the last few years, like I've been working with Devin Buse and we had this thing at the Sea Monster, or he did, that was called um, Electro Lounge. And, you know, I was really trying to learn, like with improv um, how to just, even like electronic, you know, oh, because sure, because you, you don't want to do a whole lot. You don't want to like, like read a book you mm-hmm. want to like <laughs> you want to like give a little mm-hmm. phrase right. and then yeah. have it come back you know and then maybe do it different or add something else and then do some kind of vocal thing so we had been working together a lot to kind of figure out like how much space and like you know and I even and we recorded it too mm-hmm. because you know, just to get better at it. And, and I'll listen back to some of them and I'll be like, God damn it, Katrina, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know, you know? Like, okay, okay. Just like give some space. Like don't come in yet. Even at 16 bars, I'll be like, don't come in yet. Yeah. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. come in at 32. Yeah, but totally. Uh, and like scenarios like that require, I guess like a large background and just listening to music just for like, even like study or for fun, you just need to listen to like a huge broad range of things and not things that necessarily like service yourself or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Right. So Uh, yes, just a huge background of experience. Listen to everything. Yeah. Yeah. And that'll help inform like improv in that kind of scenario. Like the instinct you have of not coming in right away is probably formed from listening to an unbelievable amount of music and like trying to form opinions on it or whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cause you want it, you want the mood to set. Yeah. You know, exactly. And then, and then you want to come in and say the message. Mm-hmm. And if you do it too soon, then people are like, ugh. You know? <laughs> oh, here's a vocalist. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Or like, when is she going to shut up? <laughs> um, a question I had in the last episode, we mentioned something about how vocals tend to be the focus of a group for most of the audience. The vocal point. Right. Oh. No, that's, yeah, um, yeah the but, vocal point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm fucking sorry. Done. I'm fucking sorry. Done now. I'm sorry. I'm out of here. Bye, Please, guys. goodbye, Jake. <laughs> um, but especially as someone who plays in groups, when you sing sometimes too, um, I guess what's your perspective on that? Like, I'm sure you're sort of aware of that, but well, yeah. I mean, um, like in Cornish, they you, you basically learn. Like you don't just stay. Like when you're done mm-hmm. singing and and somebody is soloing, you don't just stand up there up front. Sure. Yeah. Right. You because mm-hmm. it's not the the focal point is not you right now. Do a little like dance. Yeah. 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 yeah no, I mean, you could. Got but the floss going on. Yeah. But like helping draw the attention to where the where the music focus mm-hmm. is coming from. Mm-hmm. So, man, I mean, yes, I've been a front woman. I've been a side man, you know, in bands and like the gendered, the gen- <laughs> right? Right? Uh huh. I mean, I mean, it sounds like you've done it all. Done it all. Uh. I've been all the genders. Uh, <laughs> you should talk to my left nut. Um, uh, oh. just kidding. Okay. That's like, but... that like the greatest counter I've ever seen. <laughs> Like some dude starts hitting you, and he's like, "Talk to my left." Talk nut. to my left nut. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, like, I feel like, um, yes, I, I am part introvert and part extrovert, mm-hmm. and you have to be a lot of the times an extrovert as being a front person sure, in a band. Yeah. Um. So yeah, but then it's like it is about sharing the stage mm-hmm. with the other instrumentalist and i i try to do that i try to like set back and you know do some percussion or just like get off the stage um sometimes i can't help myself and i'll just be dancing and be like yeah, yeah you know draw attention cool. yeah. uh i don't know did you want to ask me more to no, pull more out of me about this uh... no i'd like to see you struggle more okay no i think that answers my question i mean we're saying reminds me of like Shana when I work with her in Bear Axe. Mm-hmm. She's really good at that, drawing she's attention great. to other people mm-hmm. when yeah. she's not being like the star. Um, and it's funny too noticing like the audience is so responded to that. Where yeah. it's like you could be doing the same thing each show, but if she's like drawing attention to you one particular night, the audience will be like, "That was fucking amazing what yeah. that guy just did." Yeah. Where every other night they probably wouldn't even right. like notice. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> it's a really cool skill and like 
uh, that you have and power you have on stage because you know we can't really do that no so much. yeah well people aren't you know laser focused on us yeah the yeah you know i think what vocalists have to remember is that even though they are the front person it's not about them it's about the music it's about the song sure. mm-hmm. so it's about whatever you are putting out and it's like everybody's putting out something you know mm-hmm. Um, so it's almost, if you thought of it like sports, like you're playing a game and you're passing the ball, right? I cannot wait for the sports metaphor. Right? (laughs) You know, sports ball. (laughs) It's just, and then the focus is on wherever the ball is. So. Did that that follow Jake? Did that? As the resident jock in the room? (laughs) Man, if I'm the resident jock, that's... You definitely are. You definitely want to put the attention on the balls, okay, right? Exactly. That's exactly how you phrase that. That's what we're looking for. Yeah. Sports metaphor completed. Oh, yeah. It sounds like... like, I like that perspective a lot. I mentioned last episode how there'll be times when, especially if it's like the singer's gig and you're sort of the backing band or whatever, there'll be that divide on stage kind of like mm. emotional thing almost yeah. emotional and physical i guess but um where you just really don't feel connected to the singer yeah and you don't like they're connecting to you and therefore right. like the whole music's disconnected yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. it's like you're all playing the parts fine everything's fine but it doesn't because they're probably too much in their head yeah or they don't inspire that communication yeah. right. or whatever or they're not for, feeling the song yeah. and they're just going with reasons. the motions yeah, whatever reason but yeah. yeah i think that's you know i you can't say I've like fronted many groups or instrumental mm-hmm. groups or anything, but even if I am doing like a trio thing, it's still very much like we're all looking at each other. It's we're like, we're making, I'll fucking kill you, Jake, every fucking time. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I really appreciate when I work with a singer who can do that, yeah. you know, even if it's not something I can like improvise or go off on a lot. If I'm even if I'm just, you know, playing the chords or the parts, but if they are including everyone in the band. In right. the music that's really yeah really you can feel the difference right yeah and you and you want to like for the audience you want to be having fun you know you want to yeah. you want them to feel good because if you are not feeling good and you're like someone's got a bad attitude on stage like the audience can feel it yeah so and they'll reciprocate it right back at you too. they will yeah. i mean it's there's just something about um there's a place that you tap into when you're when you're playing music and then you're all kind of tapping mm-hmm. into that place. Right. And, yeah. and then the audience can feel it. So you're on this kind of like voyage. Um, and so you want to take it to a good place. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like the way you like groups of humans interact is really interesting in it's that so regard. Interesting. You can all like on some strange, like I guess animalistic level, you can all feel different changes in emotion at certain times mm-hmm. or for whatever reason. It's yeah. just a very bizarre thing. Very bizarre. For, you know, people with highly evolved yeah. brains like humans, does, I guess. Yeah. Like you're saying, it does definitely translate if something awkward happens on stage. The audience Dude, starts. Dude, they know Oh, somehow. my God. Like everything you talk when we do Rex games. Oh, and fuck like... you. <laughs> I... Sorry, who, who put me in front of that mic? Was it you? So oh, that's right. Anyway, yeah, please, saw, please derail us now. I saw Dead Can Dance um, a few years ago uh, at the... What is that? Mary Moore? Uh, Mary Moore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And he usually has like a lot of worldly instrumentalists with him. Mm-hmm. And it, and this time it was just like him and a, a few keyboardists and like drums and stuff. The best way. And, <laughs> and there was like a keyboardist let a patch go and he like stopped what he was doing, walked angrily back there and like used his hand to go bam, you know, hit hit whatever patch button. Oh. And we were all like, oh, oh shit, he's pissed, you know? Yeah. And that's like, you can't do that. No, you can't. Especially <laughs> being, being a front vocalist. Oh you God. cannot do that. And I know I've done stuff like that in the past and like, pissed some people off and i've really like tried not to do that you just can't if you got if if you if something goes wrong on stage you just act like it's all good and if it really bothers you you talk to the instrumentalist off stage after the set after i've seen that so many times and you've seen it too where like uh like the the person up front will like take something really wrong and then 
somehow you know that the entire vibe for the next 20 minutes, because you have to work hard to get oh, that vibe. No, you yeah, do. Well, you've got oh, to get your head out yeah. of it. And not yeah. just your head. And yeah. by, you know, consequence, the entire audience. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. So like, it's just so funny how much, how fast that kind of thing can break down and how much harder it is to bring it back up afterwards. Yeah. yeah. So I've, I've, I've just seen it and it's really frustrating. I've seen it and we've, we've seen, seen it. it. And we've seen it together. <laughs> we've yep. seen it together. That's right. Is this alluding to something? No. You just said <laughs> no. <laughs> nope, Definitely not. Nope. Next. Moving on. Um, <laughs> but it's interesting how much responsibility you have at a show. Yeah. Which, Directing the attention. Yeah. Or, just, yeah. or even just the vibe the, or the, the awkwardness. The output. Like, mm -hmm. Whatever. Like we, again... We play. Eh, we can do whatever you, the fuck we, we want. play music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have to. You have sing, to play music and do your stuff. lyrics, play an <laughs> instrument, and be talking to the audience, and yeah, you know, leading it all. And then also, we talked to the last time. Like once the show is over, you're still on. Yeah, you're still on. Yeah, we are yeah. not. We, I fucking we leave. bail. You yeah. bail. Yeah. You can bail. Yeah, but yeah, we're still on. Um, there's many, many times where I will go to the merch table and and like Tyler and. Devin will pack up the gear. So, okay, in that instance, like I may not be packing up my gear. It's okay, but you're doing your job. <laughs> I am selling some oh, fucking yeah. merch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I you're getting talking, a new fan. I'm yeah. getting fans. I'm talking yeah. to the people. I mean, I'm trying to relate. I'm, I can't speak for them, but I would much rather load up gear than talk to people after a show. So, well, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm go. just really lazy, so I'd rather do neither, but. <laughs> yeah. And by that point after a show, you are writing that you're like buzzing. You right. know? Yeah, because you, you just be, yeah. let you just yeah. did all this. And I just want to say, like briefly, it's amplified when you're on tour, like how uh -huh. much more tired you are after a show. Oh, I bet. Yeah. yeah. And like when you're when you get off stage, I'm, I guess I'm speaking for you right now, but I'm assuming <laughs> when you're on tour, like say you're your eighth night in or whatever, and you just played an hour and a half long set, and you just want to fucking. Fuck off to the Airbnb, right? You just want to go lay down, but then you have to perform for another hour and a half even if there's another band two hours, right? Yeah. In front of all these people. You don't really want to talk to them, but you kind of do in a weird way. It's yeah. just a weird brain space you end up in. But you do. But you do it. You yeah. do it. And by and you, it's... I mean you and not yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. Right. No well... one else is really expected to do it, though. I mean, like, yeah. like right. you said, we'll have people come talk to us, but... Yeah. yeah, most of it is directed at Mostly. the front person. Yeah. But there Only are the really times... weird people talk to us. Yep. <laughs> well, I'm I mean, sure they get weirdos too. <laughs> the weirdos, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. But We're there gonna are have those some, some stories later about yeah. weirdos. Yeah, we'll, oh, we've got weirdo stuff. Okay. Yeah, we'll get we'll get to some weirdo okay. stories from you. Yeah. I mean, there are those times though when somebody wants every band member to sign the yeah. album. Sure. Yeah, so cool. you do have to be like everyone has to be ready to oh, like you know. I feel like like not leave. <laughs> like slightly larger bands um like that just doesn't happen <laughs> like some of the band members have already fucked off so these people get only like four signatures out of six oh yeah That's just like forge the rest I, I, I forged some signatures <laughs> in my time you're like hold on they're in the green room yeah <laughs> <laughs> on ebay years down the road and you'd yeah, be like inauthentic signatures that's right. inauthentic. <laughs> yeah <laughs> this memorabilia is tainted <sighs> but yeah it's uh it's hard to you know continue performing after you perform at least for me so i want to is it like more difficult for you or have you just done it so many times that you just just let it happen? i just i'm just used to it yeah, yeah I've, I, I've done it enough that you just know you're on mm -hmm. you're on you're on you're smiling yep. you're you know brushing off those advances <laughs> oh, politely God. Tell me about oh my it. god oh, oh yeah no. you know those so, weird old dudes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, yeah, being a front person, especially being a woman, there has been plenty of times where uh, someone's tried to make out with me on stage, like come up, Whoa. like pull me down, or like, yeah. Is that like an excuse to like beat them up, please? <laughs> like, well, like and Jake one time, <laughs> I did that on accident. I swear. Oh, did you hit somebody with your guitar? That's all. I'll tell you all about <laughs> that later. Yeah. Although, go. That reminded me oh, from the go. last from the last episode you were talking about your guitar, and I was. Why like, was I talking about my guitar? I don't know, okay. but I have the same one. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I remember there was that one show that we did where there was no sound coming out, and you're like, "This just goes along with vocalists don't do anything." Okay. Well. <laughs> Well, you're like, ah, and so I went over and like checked to make sure it was plugged in. I pushed it in and then it still wasn't going. And what we realized was the mm -hmm. volume knob yeah. had been so, turned 
The setup of that band is a little complicated because I use. Yeah, I'm 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 defending myself right now. It's really embarrassing. There's gonna be another zoom in moment on the video where I'm just like. No, so this is so this is gonna be even worse. So because in that band I use this keytar for a MIDI controller for the entire set as well. So it's like a little more complicated. I have a bunch of cables to unplug and I have to rewire. And the volume knob is sideways and like doesn't go the the way that you would expect. Like if you were to turn the volume up, which direction would you turn it? The way that has the up. No, it doesn't have an up on it. It's a black knob with no up or down. It's black knob? Yeah. I don't know. Clockwise? Well, you turn Wrong. it counterclockwise on towards this one. Yeah. you. Oh, wait. Oh, shit. It is clockwise. Never mind. You, it, you turn it towards <laughs> you on, right? And t- I actually don't remember anymore. Oh, wait. I haven't played a keyboard. I'm sure everyone is really interested I know, in all so of it. Um, <laughs> so it's complicated, and then I have to unplug a bunch of different shit, and then I have to you know figure out which way to turn it up, and I turned it all the way off instead of all the way on. Well, I thought it was your strap that did that. It wasn't oh, it you. Been, it might have been my strap. I'm not yeah, sure which one it but was. I w- but I was the one that like turned yeah, it. Yeah, so she saved my ass. I saved his saying. ass. Thank you. Yeah. I'm <laughs> we need a new segment each week of Jake's keytar key stories. Yeah. Where he's just I have so quite stupid a few about key- them. <laughs> I have quite a few keytar stories, and they're all very sad. The one I'll get maybe get into later is like really, really embarrassing and very sad. For everyone involved, it, like way worse than anything. I think actually you talked about it on the last episode. Did I? I think so. Oh, that's where he yeah, ran into the audience and like hit that girl in the head with a keyboard. Oh, wow. not in the head. Where are you? <laughs> I. That's how I heard so it. So anyway, was she a vocalist? <laughs> was she a vocalist? <laughs> Just kidding. I mean, not after not <laughs> She doesn't speak anymore. Oh so, my god, I, that's depressing. So Please get us off this topic. Speaking Help of me. not carrying gear. Oh, oh here we go. Um, I actually uh, do a solo thing where I play Ableton and I bring my guitar and I have vocal effects. So I end up bringing so much gear. I even bring a table and like tablecloth for it. Wait, you bring it or your husband brings I it? I actually, well, hey, <laughs> when, whoa. Whoa. When, whoa. when he comes to those gigs, mm-hmm. he does help me because he's a gentleman. He does help me. <laughs> so yes, I get a roadie. I do get a roadie. But God, I want a roadie. Too. <laughs> but I bring my shit, and I try to. I I try to like bring what I can. Plus, I don't just have one microphone. Okay. I know. I totally respect that, and I know a lot of vocalists who help out. But I think the thing that we really gets us is that it doesn't even cross their minds a lot of time. Yeah. And these are more yeah. of like the this not is, professional. Right, yeah. right, right, right. It's and not, I'm not your typical. Yeah, yeah. it's and not even like a thing a thought that they would ever have yeah. to help you or anything. I want to like point out the graph of people that like are like f- this full level of musician vocalist who like will help carry gear and is aware of people's actions on stage and like how music works. This graph is very... Uh, top heavy where these people are like really bad for yeah. a very long time and the people who are really good is a much smaller number so you might need a different vocalist to come on that's like that part three part that three? one's gonna be rough dude. yeah <laughs> we have to figure out the right person for that one. you'd have to be very kind yeah yeah we have to like not drink 211 oh boy or we, <laughs> we drink a lot of 211 and see what happens so you guys maybe you're right <laughs> maybe we have a part three with like someone who's like in the lower quality of musician tier of vocalist. More clue. No, I think we're going to just market. Cl- I think we're going to market this as sort of an instructional oh, video okay. for like okay. learning vocalists and like. And then I've learned a lot and I don't sing, so exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. right. Yeah. yeah. Um, one last thing I wanted to ask you about. Yeah. Because it's something Jake and I never really have to think about is like lyrics and song meaning and things like oh, that. Yeah. I bet you had to listen to us talk about how we literally cannot memorize lyrics. I, to I save mean, our not life. even that. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, lyrics. That's another thing you have to think about, yeah. which I, again, we cannot do. Um, yeah. But also, like, I, you know, connect to music on whatever emotional level, crap mm-hmm. bullshit. Mm-hmm. But like, that <laughs> um, <Bad> bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> but like, you know, you connecting know, with the music. Yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, for I would say probably most of the population, they listen to a song, listen to lyrics. It has like meaning to them. Um, yeah. And you not only have to like deliver those lyrics, you have to sort of sell yeah. whatever meaning, yeah. emotion that is, Message. whether that be your yeah. song or a cover. Um, so, with to kind of go hand in hand with what you guys were saying with like vocalists not really being instrumentalists or not really knowing their instrument very well. Well. 
you guys put, you know, everything into learning, like up and down, back and forth, your instrument. Mm -hmm. Vocalists have to do that as well. And, but using, you know, like we have to memorize, we have to tap into that part of our brain that memorizes lyrics um, and that can tap into feeling it, feeling the lyrics. Um, So yeah, so it's like, that's where all our energy is going into. Is selling the song yeah, that's that I've way? Never experienced yeah. in my life, I right. think. Uh, like, <laughs> like you, I ended you have up to, like study language a little yeah. more. Yeah, and it's something. Yeah, it's just something that you're like, I want to do this, and you fucking do it, and you work hard to be able to do it. And I think at one point I memorized, I don't know, like 75, 80 jazz songs, <laughs> like knew all the lyrics. You know, at one point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, what was that face? Well, no, it's like, like oh, I did you. But, like, no, 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 it's not. That's the opposite. I was like, I know when she uh, had okay, to do that. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, so I had oh, to do yeah, that at yeah. some point. But then there is a point where I mean, I did like also being a band leader, like being able to do the like call the hits and stuff. Like mm-hmm. I was, I've been able to do that. Sure. I was at a point being being able to do that but then you know then there is some element of laziness that kind of happens and then you're like oh yeah i should probably keep working on that well i've never experienced yeah never no no no, that's just like a that's a symptom of being like self-employed honestly yeah in that respect like it's like sometimes you have to decide where your brain resources are going to go. And sometimes it's not where they should, but like you can still make it work. And therefore yeah. you do right. with as little energy directed towards this certain aspect as possible. Like say you're going to use a lyric sheet one day instead of like take the extra time, like the extra five hours or however long it takes you to memorize lyrics, uh, putting it <laughs> towards that end. And so you could just be like relaxing or something else. And that's something yeah, I do. I will say like, vocal fuck-ups always are a little more obvious They're, than when we they fuck are. up. Like, yeah. They are, uh, and that's, that's why you that have to, that that's that's why yeah, you have to learn how to, if you forget a fucking lyric, you make it up. Yeah. That's right, that's right. I've heard and people I, not do that. Yeah. Oh, well, you, yeah, we have. You like, have to do that. Minimizing mistakes is, like, honestly, one of the most important skills of being a musician there is. Because mistakes, they're, they're going to Well, happen. performing musician. Yeah, perform, yeah, yeah. thank you, yeah. performing musicians. Uh, mistakes on stage are going to happen. Sure. It doesn't yes. matter how good you are. It doesn't matter who you are. You're going to yeah. fuck up and it's going to be either a huge disaster yes. or you've fucked up so many times or you've put so much thought into it that you can kind of direct the energy away from your fuck up very subtly and very quickly. And Or you own it. Or you own the shit. Or you yeah. just stop the song and be like, hold up, hold up. Always the worst. But yeah. you know Always. what? <laughs> Not that bad if it's close to the beginning yeah, it's, it's all time audience it's all then, time dependent the yeah. audience then time. feels like oh they get a little laugh and then they're like they feel like they're relating to you like yeah that's oh, true that's you true. know human made a human mistake yeah exactly <laughs> although then there's like uh, accidentally saying lyrics like uh what is it um that one jazz song um sitting on my finger oh yeah, yeah that's right i think i remember that one yeah <laughs> I don't actually. Know that one. Oh, you don't. I got the world on a string. I got the yeah. world on a string. Sitting on my finger. Yeah. Like I do. I somehow. That's Cardi B song. The next Cardi B song. It was like. Sap. Because it's. <laughs> it was burned into my brain. I could not get that lyric out of my head. I actually had to practice singing it okay i had to say the real lyric over and over because it just became natural sure sitting on my finger yeah Yeah. anyway wow 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 so there's that so that that can happen all right before we get in towards the end of this episode Uh i want one or two like weird ass either audience member stories or like stories of being like a vocalist or a front person that are like creepy or like really weird or really awesome. Like which one or two okay. of those? Please name names when you can. Name exactly. Names. Put them on blast uh, right now. Yeah. Okay. Um, God, I mean, I could tell you a really awful one. I, Do you I, wanna hear I want, a, a yes. me too one? Yeah. Our listeners are a little more misogynist. Are I they? Think. Okay. So, uh, Our base, maybe, yeah. Uh, oh, all right. We tend to go to okay, the well, then this one will be. <laughs> this one. So, going back to, like, I was doing a gig <laughs> and, with a, a band, Soul Kata, back in the day. Um, with, Soul Covers? 
No. no. Well, a few, but we wrote our own music. Oh, okay, okay. And we Which were a band was... for like 10 years. Um, Josh Rawlings, Nate Amdahl, Adam Kessler. Okay. Actually, some of the, the polyrhythmics crew, yeah. were in it. The 2000s Cornish crew. Yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> so we were at a <laughs> so so we were at a gig and this girl got so drunk and she was like so into the music and there was not like an actual stage it was kind of like stair steps and she like came up and tried to make out with me like put oh her tongue in my, my mouth God. like as you were singing. Yeah, oh yeah, to where I was like, I had to actually push her yeah. away. And I'm like, hey, you know, and I'm like, I'm in the middle of a song. I'm like, oh, my God. And then and, and then somebody saw that and actually she got kicked out. Nice. Well, fair. I think that's deserved. <laughs> that's, that's beyond fair. Out. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I wasn't that mad. I was more entertained. I mean, but I was like, kind of funny, but it kind of was funny. still. But <laughs> you're like, that's... I'm trying to sing here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What? That's like the chill out girl one story. The, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. God. I want the chill out girl. Okay, this was at Mojam, um, Blood Moon Orchestra. This actually was this year, the last oh, gig that I wow. did before shutdown in in town. Okay, yeah, yeah. the shutdown I, in, in March. Town. Um, let's shut down. Yeah, so yeah. Mojam, let's do it again. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> And then, so Blood Moon Orchestra took over for, I don't know what, half hour, an hour. And we were about to do maybe the last song or two. And in the middle of changeover, because, you know, we'd invite people up and there's switching out. uh, This guy stands in front of the stage, like doesn't get up on stage, stands in front of the stage and is like, hey, can I have your attention, please, ladies and gentlemen, and doesn't have a microphone. And I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And and he's like talking about how he's from this state and like he used to be this big thing and like he's as big as whatever, like talking about how great he is. (laughs) And I was like, I walk down there and I go, hey, would you like a microphone or would you like to come up? And he goes, chill out, baby girl. Put his hand up at me. Chill out, baby girl. Did he do like the talk to the hand thing? It was like a talk to the hand thing. And a lot of people actually heard him say like, fuck off, baby girl, or something like that. So you're doing the better version, yeah. I was like, excuse me? And I turned around just to be like, what the fuck just happened? And so I was like, all right, so I went to the bathroom. While I was going to the bathroom, Marina was was like basically giving him shit. Yeah, like, yeah. like, okay, are you done yet? And he's and he basically is saying the same thing to her, like, chill out, baby girl, sort of thing. And I was just I was like, what the fuck? You know? Okay, so it's this old dude. We allow each other space, especially at Mojam. Like, you have space to say something. Sure. But it just kept going on, and you didn't have a microphone, and it didn't have to do with music, and you kept going on about yourself. So finally, I went back up there, and I said, we're starting. And, and so we just ended up starting, and then he ended up walking out. And I, but I was so like, no. That's chill out, baby girl. I will say maybe our next band. Chill out, baby girl. Chill out, baby oh, girl. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe an album title. That's or a song. Yeah, that's pretty or good. Or a song. Shayna was even up on stage, oh, too, <laughs> behind the keys, and she was just like deer in headlights. Like, I don't Dude, know. I just... Uh, yeah, yeah. I could just, see, like, Marina Christ- There's Marina Christopher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marina Christopher and Shayna Shepard, like, teaming this dude. <laughs> like, beating the shit out of him. It would have been so awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I like violence, too. I, hell I, yeah. I, Fuck yeah, I do. Hey, Especially, chill out, baby girl. oh, <laughs> I'm getting mad. What, what is this feeling? What is this rage? <laughs> I rage like I do it. Every okay, week. you can stop. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess uh, as we end, you know, go toward the end of this episode. Do you have any like last words about being a vocalist, professional musician, or anything along these lines? Anything? You want to tell us we're idiots more? I don't. Yeah, know. Yeah, like, you, you um, can, yeah. Yeah. Blast into us right now. I yeah. mean. We're all just a bunch of nerds trying to be cool playing music. Yeah. Pretty much. I feel it. Yeah, Jake does dry, yes. Yeah. I, <laughs> what a guy. What a joke. Not even owning it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I play cooler shows than you. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just, like, I really, I really enjoy being a vocalist in this town and because I really love working with the musicians here. 
I've just made a lot of friends. Um, that is what's worth it to me is like the money when we get it, but just the connections and the, the, just the community. Um, so I don't know, I enjoy it, but I think, I think it's how I've been a vocalist in this town is I, I try not to piss people off. I just want to have a good time. I want to have fun. I want to make fun music and, um, potentially yeah. some cash Monet too. Yeah. And yeah, money, cool. money, that's money tight. would be great. Yeah, money's um, tight. Speaking of which, I know it's quarantine. No one's doing anything, but anything to plug any new, yeah, yeah. anything you're working on coming out? Or well, anything? I guess I'm doing a live stream for a, a James Bond themed soiree party oh, that's coming that up. That's badass. When? On uh, the 28th, I think it I is. I hope this episode's out before then. It should be right. If it's Maybe. not, no, that's it's, okay. We will post about it in the Facebook. Yeah, yeah we'll post about it on Facebook. <laughs> okay. There but we just go. go to my website. I am constantly... What's your website? Katrina Cope, K-A-T-R-I-N-A Cope, K-O-P-E dot com. There it is. Um, or go to Pergato. Mm-hmm. I spelled that earlier. P-U-R-R-G-A-T-O. Dot com. Uh, that's my band. Um... You know, I'm constantly collaborating, so things will come out, and I'm constantly writing music because that's all I can do right now since I'm not performing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel it. You yeah. know? Yeah. So well, keep, keep an eye out for that or an ear out, out, I guess. Oh, there it is. There oh, it is. my God. Oh, I said it. Is that weird? We did, yeah. Is that like a dad joke? Mm. What? <laughs> Oh God! Well, anyway, no. Let's uh, let's uh, move on to the, the, uh, the closing portion of this. Do you have any rants for us? You Matt know, Williams? I have just been sitting in my bedroom playing guitar, so no, I don't have any rants. Okay, cool. Do you have a rant? Sir? I do. Mine is about one specific song I've heard every day, every time I get into my car on the radio, and it's awful. Uh, it's specifically on ninety-five point seven classic rock in Seattle and it's called Electric Avenue and it's the worst fucking song mm. I've ever heard in my life and they play it five to six times a day minimum apparently because I've heard it every time I got in my car and I fucking hate it please stop playing that song that's my entire <laughs> it's like a 50 year too late rant I think wow. yeah yeah well no 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 well that's the thing it's like the, the retro well, times are back your, your problem here is listening to the classic rock station yeah why are you doing that well because they have like the least commercials except for King of Fan. why don't you just not listen to the radio yeah just well sometimes I'm driving to the grocery store and it's like six minutes away and I don't want to like go through oh, the dude, effort I'll be of pulling out my, my phone. car like looking up like a YouTube video yeah. to watch in my three minute drive yeah see I don't do that <laughs> don't the time you sunk have cost fallacy is like not worth it yeah CD or like I don't Oxen. Well, yeah, but that's like too much work to put on oh music. Oh my god, you just really? Turn, you just turn on the car and go. And Wait, so, okay, I guess at the end of the day, this rant is entirely my fault. It's yes, your fault. But, your fault. But that song is awful, and I hate it. <laughs> Electric Avenue is the worst piece of shit. Who does so, that? I don't fucking know. Some one-hit wonder in the eighties. I don't know. Regardless, that's my rant. However pathetic it was. Do you have anything for us, Katrina? Any rants? been mad about uh, anything i'm mad about <laughs> or nah. just annoyed at or just one event i know it's harder with quarantine I'm, yeah i'm like st- yeah it's easier to steer clear of those yeah. things i guess you did rant a bunch earlier piss me off. These, i did rant stories, so. i did yeah. rant yeah that's true that's i'm true. like trying to be a little more you know mellow and peaceful yeah. about my and we mentioned it a bunch and we feel much much happier now that we're not yeah, I've actually it turned go. down a few things, well, because I'm like, hmm, quarantine. Like, right. there's going to be 50 people there. I don't yeah, know. Exactly. Yeah. 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 See, yeah. and like, I, I don't know about you. I was before COVID hit in like February, I was getting spread really thin. I was like taking on too many things. Oh my God. And I was yeah. like starting to go a little nuts. Were you molding? I was molding a little bit. I think I was too. You were molding? Yeah, Mal- isn't it malting? No, it's malting. So malting well, is yes, getting but... yeah, malting is getting mad and balding at the same time. Oh, <laughs> so let, me, let me see your hairline I real fast. It I looks think, pretty good. I think I'm okay yeah. on that. Yeah, I'm not yeah. malting. Not malting. Okay, but yeah. yeah. So before COVID hit, I was getting spread really thin. So you know, having extra time to figure out exactly what I want to do with my life has been nice. And you've gone yeah. so far with that. Podcast. Wow. Thirty Just people. Just drive that to. knife into my back, dude. Hey, man. Damn. Oh, we got a new tripod and a light and like. Yeah, but that tripod's janky. It's janky. <laughs> yeah. Wait. No. 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 It's amazing and it's a perfectly professional. That's setup. honestly that's sure. our rant right there. Is yeah. how long it took to set that fucking camera. Yeah. So but this light. This oh light yeah. So for nice. our listeners, uh, music sucks and I want to die. That are listening via like Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or whatever. We're on YouTube. 
Uh, the amount of work we've had to put into getting this on video is way, way past the point of where it's worth it at all. So please subscribe to us on YouTube just to make sure we feel validated in some way. Please. please. <laughs> I just subscribed. Oh! <laughs> I got three now. Yay! Uh, three subscribers, and the other two are definitely not us. all in the room, right? Yeah, they're all at this, they're at this table. <laughs> <laughs> so wow. I guess let's uh, let's get Uh-oh. the fuck out of here and listen to the or get to the listening of the week. I need to look mine up again because I'm so. Bad with have you been names. listening to anything super awesome the past week? Yeah, I've listened to a lot of Beck. Oh, Beck, I yeah, fucking yeah. love nice. him. He is my jam. Beck is a jam. I have not been like keeping up with Beck oh in the past like ten years. <laughs> oh, past what? 10 years. Yeah, I have. I mean, I listened to him all the time in high school, and then I just kind of stopped and forgot he existed. Oh, so is still doing like cool stuff. Yeah, is there, like, a yes. still doing cool stuff. All right. Just you know, I mean, like yeah, Morning Phase album, awesome. If you if you want to go Beck chill, my favorite Beck album is the Inform. The infor- oh my god, the information. Oh, there we go. oh that one. Holy is, shit. That one's awesome. That one is my favorite. Did you have like the CD with the stickers on it? That yeah. That was cool. But, but that see, was cool. I, <laughs> I got it at a, uh, you know, like a buy, use, trade, mm. whatever. Yeah. And so all the stickers were already uh, put on there, but whatever. That's, it was good marketing. It was like a blank kind of brick oh, so wall for cool. the cover. And they have and stickers it, on the inside? Yeah, or whatever? you yeah. just kind of decorate it. That is cool. It. It favorite really cool. album. But my favorite song of his right now, I'd have to say resonating with Paper Tiger. Oh, oh Sea Change. Yeah, that one's good. I love Sea yeah. Change, man. Mm, that is a good album. I have to listen to some Beck and cry. So anyway, yeah, yes, you do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you won't I put that cry. On my... You won't cry the whole... Sea Change will make you cry. Sea Change will make you cry. I put Sea Change on after la- my last date. Let's just Did tell you, you how... really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you were already crying. <laughs> you were already crying. You gotta reserve Sea Change for the real breakups. Well, I've never had one of those, so I don't think... Well, maybe that's a goal you should have. Next time, oh, okay. Next time you break up, great. Next time you drive a girl to Cuba, you can put CJ and John. I, I'm waiting for my James Bond car when I can go across an ocean in a car. I'm trying to figure what do you mean? Drive a girl away to Cuba. Oh, okay. So, uh, yes. Okay. I was like, is. driving her to Cuba. Yeah, exactly. See, nice phraseology. So anyway... Back, what album's that song? Oh yeah, so Sea Change, and then what was the other album you mentioned? Uh, the Information. The information, yeah. Best like getting shit done driving album. Yeah. Morning Phase is a great like chill on a picnic blanket outside in the that sun. Yeah, that, that's a more recent one, right? Yeah, that was yeah. He came <laughs> yeah. out with he came out with like one or two like Colors after that, and then there was like one other one that I haven't spent okay. much time on. Yeah. Think, colors is a great album okay. too. I think the information was like the last one I got. So I'll, that I was a long time ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, then I went to jazz school, and I didn't. Uh, oh, and then you were like, jazz is where it's at. See, that's just not sophisticated enough for me. And now I hate jazz. You're going in a giant circle, my dude. Giant circle. Going in a giant circle. Uh, what have you been listening to, Matt? I've been listening to Kevin Ayers. Who dat? He was a, an original member of Soft Machine, but then oh. he went off to do like weird uh, Canterbury scene kind of stuff. Um, the Confessions of Dr. Dream and Other Stories. <laughs> That's a long title. Okay. It's a really weird album. It's uh, very eclectic. Um, mm. And there's some short, just kind of like finger pick weird blues songs. And then he does, there's like The Confessions of Dr. Dreams, which is like a four song suite. And, mm. It's kind of trippy and psychedelic. And oh, my girl yeah. Nico's on it. Oh, uh, your girl, huh? Drummer from King Crimson's on it. There's like a lot of people on okay. it. What's that guy's name again? Uh, mm-hmm. It was one of the drummers. Oh, okay. Called. Never mind. Not- Mike- Michael Giles. Yeah, okay. Cool. Uh, fucking Tubular Bells guy. Uh, oh, fuck. Who's Tubular Bells guy? That dude's on it, though. Okay, cool. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> if you like weird kind of... If you like the Scaroofy sound... <laughs> It's cool. If you want to feel cool, then listen to that. Exactly. (laughs) I have a a very brief tubular bell story to tell. I I work for a church, and uh, they have me do preludes before, like, the services on Sunday mornings. And, like, two years ago, the music director asked me to play tubular bells. And uh, I don't know if anyone knows this, but tubular bells is, like, a 45-minute long album. And, like... A million and, instruments. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And there's like, can you play that? I'm like, did he have tubular bells for you to play? No, but they were on the keyboard, so oh. you know they had the sound. Wow. So anyway, that's my very brief and very hilarious tubular bell story. He <laughs> I've been listening to so brief. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Fuck you. No, so I've been listening to 
an album that I'm going to have to try and pronounce in French. No, why do you always pick the albums that you can't pronounce? I don't know. Listen to some American music. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> some goddamn English. We only speak English in this country. Mer- American. Mer- yeah, that's American. Right. That's you right. heard of the Eagles? Oh, the Eagles. <laughs> so I was listening to uh, Heartbreak Hotel this weekend. Oh. Was that like a joke or you're just like... Yeah, that's a joke. Oh, yeah. okay. Don't worry. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of believe him. <laughs> <laughs> I see that you never know with me. I could be wrong. To <laughs> I tend to guess that you're stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's honestly about a 50-50. So this, all this hype into what you're listening now oh, is God. better be okay. really good. I have to plug my ears. Hold on. It go. is really good. You've, I made you listen to it before, actually. Oh, God. It's, you can make a weird noise or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a... <laughs> it's day aside. No. <laughs> no, it's a... Lame... Le Mystere de Voy Bulgare. Wow. You did not butcher I didn't that try. at all. I didn't try. <laughs> you want me to actually try? I'll yeah. try right now. Okay. Le Mystere de Voy Bulgare. I don't know which one was better. I don't either. That's right, because you guys don't know. All our French listeners will know that I'm a fucking asshole and will bar me from entering their country for the rest of their life. So it, the mystery of Bulgarian vocal songs. Right? Oh, so, is that the fucking... Hell oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. This is a recording from 1975 of a uh, Bulgarian uh, group of women that sing this pretty intricate folk music, and it just sounds really dynamite. It's really tightly arranged, and it's got really cool examples of different, like... Bulgarian folk styles, uh, percussion instruments, and great, you know, three to eight part harmony. That album is honestly amazing. It's killer, it's dude. And like, I was unreal. looking it up earlier today, and like, musicians from the 70s were all like going super ape over it. They were going nuts. Going bananas? They were going bananas over this album, and it's well deserved because it's incredible. And that's it. Wow. I think. Uh, all right, Jake, let's oh, uh, wrap go. this up. Yeah. But can you do it in French? <laughs> Um, no. <laughs> My no. Well, good episode, Jake. everybody. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Katrina, yeah. for coming on. Yeah. Well, everybody, thanks for coming to my episode. That's right. <laughs> KatrinaCope.com. That's K A P E. Wow. Capina. Wow. K-O-P. What did you just say? K O P. K O P E. Katrina K O P. We'll write it in the description. There we go. Yeah. Just so that was that's how you pronounce the O in French. This is Music Sucks and I Want to Die. Thank you. Good night.